if you need my attention, you know, splash some fireworks up there or something. Splash some semen all over her face. Setting the tone for the podcast immediately. Let's get right into (laughs) it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast, aka the Sap. It's your boy Dave Neal with our co-host Tasha Courtney and our returning guest. Caitlin Mamie. Yes, you said it right. (laughs) Caitlin, I'm not sure how many times you've been on this, but I want to call it five. Something like that. You got the I know five, five times. I remember me and Steph Tolov came on. We were recording on the, on the roof. roof, and it got extremely uncomfortable. Why? That, oh, I forget. But there was some crazy sex stories. Yes. Uh, oh, very. Bizarre. I was sex not stories. around for this. No, episode, you weren't. I and guess. then a fire broke out down in the oh, alley. Oh yes, there, that's that was right. A, that's how you know the episode's over. Hey, there's a fire. We're gonna go. <laughs> yeah, now. we gotta go. Um, can you guys hear yourselves? Okay, Your I can. That's good. Yeah, we're we'll make good. sure we're all set. Oh, it's never sounded better. How about this pro quality? You've been on this since the beginning. It gets better better i tell you look at these weighted if you guys are here you can see there's like these weighted microphone yeah, stands wow a lot of money for these wow more expensive than the mics i'm like no i just i need sturdiness i need um i need security very sturdy you did so, a great job um, happy thanksgiving to you yeah. happy th- happy american thanksgiving you know i am you Canadian. guys don't have that no we do, <laughs> you, you do it in october but it's like way yes we do it like earlier you guys it's kind of weird that you do it like literally a few weeks before christmas it just feels like it's one holiday right after the other i gotta turn the air like- off, but I'm listening. I feel like America just shuts down uh, starting now, basically. Like, especially in the entertainment industry, it's like nothing is happening until Thank January. God, though, because literally we work harder than any other country in the world. We never get sick days. We never get vacation. We don't get time off. Like, thank God. You know, I agree with you on that. Lull. I was just talking to somebody recently about how important it is to travel because, especially in like North America, Everybody is just taught we're we're in like a culture of more as opposed to a culture of enough. And you, but you, yeah. you know what the problem is is our efficiency is one of the lowest of all the countries. I always sound anti-American. F people, people complain. You know, when I lived in France, you hear you just hear, hear a different story because uh, we always go, "Oh, those lazy French, right?" That's what all oh, these lazy or the fucks. Spaniards, well, they, with their two hours, yeah, they have a thirty-five-hour work week, but they're more productive when they do work. We show up. I mean, how many people are working today on Black Friday, Friday of Color, and they're out there. <laughs> job doing nothing because they got to just come in and punch the clock it's just i don't know i mean no it's true i used to go tree planting which is a very canadian job which probably <laughs> none of you know what it is but we used to work like uh five days on one day off and the fifth day was just an absolute write-off because it was supposed to be like a half day but you would do fuck all can we swear yeah yeah you do like <laughs> fuck all, all day because it was like your day off and you knew it fuck all so they changed it to four days on one day off so the four days you'd work your ass off and then you'd get a day off as opposed to that fifth day where you did jack shit all day because anyway just like, yeah, yeah exactly well that's like in the corporate world they've they've in- installed um summer fridays where Ooh. you can work from home the economy didn't change at all they just gave people fridays off yeah, and it's like I mean we're or like early days on Friday. We don't really work in in any industry where we're. Well, I, the, the reason this kind of came up in my life recently is because it's flu season, right? And people are sick, right. and I work with hundreds of strangers a week. Like you know, I'm always working with different people, different designers, different tech people, and 
When one Me person too. is sick, they make their whole office sick because they refuse to take a day off. And like sometimes, you know, you kind of understand like if they don't get paid sick days and if they don't come in, they don't make enough money, they can't feed their kids, whatever. Like you have a little bit of compassion for that. But for the most part, I feel like people are just afraid of looking bad or getting in trouble by their boss or letting their team down because they couldn't be there for a fitting appointment or whatever. But I'm like, hello, there are immunocompromised people out here that don't need to be around you're hacking up lung right. you know it's just gross we yeah Dave, Dave and I deal with that stuff in comedy all the time <laughs> I was, uh, my whole team of people honestly all one of them. Well, I had me. to follow a guy on stage who was talking about having shingles uh, a current breakout of shingles Ew. so was he touching the mic too yeah he was, his, his hand, hand was in the mic and he had shingles it. he had an outbreak on his eyelid like in I so I'm googling during his set is this contagious <laughs> what is yeah and shingles is grown up chicken pox and as the guy's getting off stage as the the host is walking on stage a comic in the back of the room uh dat fan winner of last comic standing season 1 goes oh, he goes yeah big name drop uh he goes he goes everybody wait don't touch the mic and everyone's like ah and he goes i just texted a doctor it's highly contagious. <laughs> and then the comic feels called out because this is It weird. is contagious, And the though. comic's like, it, because he should have said that he's been on antivirals or whatever for the or last Or he just week. should have canceled the damn show for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, take the night off. You've got shingles, Yeah. Buddy. It's an open mic. Well, because it's like, Although, I think Cancel. shingles doesn't make you feel like shit. It's not like the flu where you can't get out of bed. I think you're just massively itchy. It's itchy. In, on your eyeball. And it can kill you if it actually goes into certain parts of your body. You know what's another terrible thing? When you have a cold sore. It's like you feel fine, but like you can't leave the house. Don't go it's anywhere. so <laughs> obvious. I was at a wedding recently and the girl looked so beautiful, one of the girls, but she had a cold sore. And I was like, that sucks. What are you going to do? You can't not go to the wedding. You can't co- even covering it up. And a cold sore yeah. is herpes, right? Yeah. yeah. Like you got to cancel a date. Look, I want to say sore. this. I want to say yeah. this. No one's kissing you. Of all no. the reasons I'm, I'm a horrible human being, I've never gotten a cold sore. And mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for that because I, as far as I understand, herpes is mainly contracted through like relatives. I mean, like, pe- Ew, like, like making your out aunt with your, kissing you your and aunt. your baby or something. Oh, okay. I my sister. Like, oh, that's <laughs> you're thinking like <laughs> something like cousin kissing. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? You know, like I had a buddy, my buddy Whitey in Don't college. Don't make out with your aunt. We had a big party coming up and my buddy Whitey's like, yeah, I'm not going to that party. I was like, what are you talking about? And he just looks at me and he points his, and he points to his little mouth and he goes, man, I can't go to this party. Like, I was like, he oh. had a cold sore? Yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, yeah. you literally are going to have to take the night off until you Well, heal. it's true. Like no one is going to want to like, share your drink it just or like look dirty or something or like <laughs> don't pass that guy the joint like yeah eek. oh that's another one i mean yeah. i know comics that have i know i know a comic uh his name is joe list who he, he talks about that he got herpes knowing that the, that the girl <laughs> had genital herpes but he was drunk and he wanted to fuck, so he fucked her anyway and he got herpes. classic guy story. I've heard stories like that, too, where guys are just like, you know, they'll they'll hear something like that and be like, fuck it, I still won't get my dick wet. Can yeah. I say that? Yeah. But, you know, like, guys are just so... Guys are animals. Like, I have asked guys over the years... Actually, I remember... Dave talking to you like is there anything that would keep you from having sex with a girl and I was like I think I brought up if someone like a girl pooped her pants and you even said like if she cleaned it up I guess I still would I don't remember that but I'll take your word on it (laughs) but I think that 
it's not just you. Most guys like are so excited to have sex. There's really not much that will stop them. And I'm interested to hear if any of the listeners, if there's really anything that would stop them in I, the moment. I need to do a hard halt, Tasha. You're annoying the shit out of me right now. Why? You're, Someone asked what the drink is. I'm but not that's saying not a valuable anymore. question that they're asking. So just try to pretend. Even when you make a silent, for those who are only listening, Tasha's gone full Japanese on us. She's making like heart gestures to the for screen. Your, for your like, information, this app started in Taiwan. Caitlin's trying to share her shit in the pants story over uh, here. Yes, yeah, very important. <laughs> as soon as I heard pooped pants and that Dave was cool with it, I was like, I need to tune out immediately. Well, speaking <laughs> of shitting her pants, yeah. let's get right to it. What's the big news, Caitlin? Big a big news uh, wait with huh? oh <laughs> that i'm news? engaged yeah oh, okay i'm like how does i'm like trying to rack my brain what relates to pants? congrats we barely Thanks. met the guy when you first met we haven't seen you in a while you know what's funny so if anybody is like a loyal fan this was the guy i talked about that ghosted me forever ago wow. had ghosted me like four or five times like for anybody that's listening that's like our story how did he is get crazy a sixth chance i don't know <laughs> you know what it was it needed was, a green card. That's how he got his chance. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, but I. It made me feel like like one of those psycho girls that was like, "We're meant to be together." I just know it. But truly, we just got along so incredibly well that I never stopped thinking about this guy. Even when, and he would like fuck up and like ghost me and all this shit. But it was so bizarre. Like I thought about him probably every single day from the day we met, and I always played it so cool. And then he would ghost me, and I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, like. God damn it. Like, and it was also the best sex but of my entire life. If you're life. playing it cool, that like makes them super intrigued. It was like, the best yeah. sex. Like it, it's now well, that you're engaged, it's not as good anymore. No, it's still good, but it's, you know, <laughs> I, you, know you get a little more used to it, I guess after a while. So, so, um, <laughs> but walk was, us through the sticking it out past the ghosting phase. Like how did you, um, how did you ghost bust? If you will. Oh, that's going to be the name of this episode. Ghostbusting. Ghostbusting. Yeah. Ghostbusting so it was like, oh God, it's a long story, but I guess we have time. But he, so he came in and out of my life and we had kind of had like a fairly surface sexual relationship up until that point. So I couldn't really fault him because we'd never like gotten super deep. And but, please and remind us and the listeners how you guys met. We met on Tinder. Okay, so this is, this is, a, this is a, so, such a millennial Tinder yes. to ghost to engage. That's right. Uh, yeah. So so you met on Tinder and then there was yep. ghosting. We talked about the last time that you were on. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so so you've been ghosted several times. Been ghosted There's several pattern. times. Mm-hmm. And then he, on Halloween, one Halloween, three years ago, I guess it was, he came back into my life. I was dressed as a sexy piece of poo. Of poo. <laughs> so it does relate to shitting your pants. <laughs> That's the um, most Canadian a yep. sexy piece of poo. I was like trying to make fun of girls who dress slutty, and I was like, "What is the unsluttiest thing I can think of?" And I'm like, "Well, a turd." What um, did you use for turd color? So I wore like this sort of slutty brown outfit, and then I cut out like a piece. I like painted a piece like a turd and cut a hole for my head to go through. So it. were you like uh, were you like authentic turd or emoji turd? A- authentic turd. Oh, okay. Like, cool. I think I even took wig hair and like glued it to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a hairy turd. Yeah. Well, well, you know, sometimes they are. Um, yeah. I think I put corn in there, you know. So that That's doesn't great. Digest. <laughs> that is good. And I did hook up as a sexy piece of poo. So I'm just saying you don't always have to go full on slutty with it. Yeah. And you can still get laid. <laughs> Skid marks galore. Yeah. Um, so he came back. He like texted me. It was basically like a you up text that night. And I was drunk at this point. And obviously on Halloween you want to hook up. And, I, and it's that great sex that kept, I was like, fuck that sex is so good and he was just like what are you up to and i was like oh 
fine. And so basically was like, I'm at this party, come. And he, you know, came right there. And then we obviously hooked up that night. And then we actually started. So this is the bad part of the story. So we actually started like full on dating for like three weeks. And I was basically falling in love with him. And I remember we were in bed together and I was like, told him like, I'm starting to fall for you again, but I'm afraid you're going to ghost me. And he looked me in the face and he was like, I promise you, I will never do that to you again. And like two days later, he did it again and he disappeared and so i and here's the i find it's a haunting at this point it's true (laughs) multiple because that ghost would not go away (laughs) i needed an exorcist and um so i sent him i'm I'm, I'm sorry no that's visually uh because if you're gonna be dressed as poo what was he going as an Uber driver. Okay. Because he was great. literally Uber driving okay, that good. night. This is, okay. The bar is set so incredibly high. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I mean, in a poo. Okay, so <laughs> he promises, and then and then, how does he ghost you? This is, Was that the final ghost? Well, yes. That's the last time he ghosted me before we like lived happily ever after. Um, so I finally, like, I think all the other times I just played it off as like, oh, he ghosted me. I'm not gonna, really going to say anything, whatever. So finally this time I called him a few times, and he didn't answer. So I sent him, like, Canadians, listen, we don't like confrontation, but I finally sent him this text of, like, you're a fucking coward. I can't believe I let you do this to me again. You're a piece of shit. Like, da-da-da-da, literally piece of shit. Um, And finally, he told me later that he finally, like, he he obviously had respect for me, but, like, finally when I put him in his place and told him he was an asshole, he was like, oh, man. Like, this girl's cool for finally calling me yeah. out of my shit. Yeah. Well, look, I never like to victim blame, but when someone is ghosted on, I like to look at them and say, like, well, what's your part in it? Is it the guys you're choosing? Is it the fact that you're kind of maybe on the inside thinking you want something nicer, but you're, you're projecting that it's, like, more casual? You know what I mean? Ghosting is such a thing. I just had lunch with my friend two days ago, and she met this great guy, and she's awesome. And he they were texting for literally weeks, even while she was, like, away traveling, and then he just suddenly ghosted her for no reason out of nowhere it's one of the most disrespectful things that you can do yep. really like if you just have lost interest or you met someone new or you're realizing that like you guys don't have as much in common as you thought and it doesn't have potential for long term all you have to do is say that exactly all you have to do is say it it's mm-hmm. so simple well, and a- i think that it would you know you'd ha- earn the respect of the other party for having the balls to say it your feelings will get hurt for a minute but at least it makes it easy for the other person to move on exactly knowing like what the reason was and that there's not a chance versus sitting there at home waiting thinking and wondering what you did wrong again Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and chances are i mean well so i i the in a relationship this the ghosting the same feeling is the silent treatment that's yes, the same thing. That's the old word and that's for it. <laughs> what I struggle with Tasha with because she requires some uh, some in the shell alone time when we're in a fight. But to me, it comes. I receive that as silent. I mean, it's it is silent treatment. But right. I'm sure to her, it's like, well, I just need time to process and blah blah blah. But like, that's my that's like the warfare that I can't get past. That is the, the you know the worst feeling because then like then I get like a. She'll, and then, like, she'll send me a text six hours later, like, love you. And I'm like, oh, we're b- good. The dopamine's rushing. I'm, we're back at it. I got a boner. I'm all excited. All the good <laughs> things are happening. But it's a real... So, like, for Tasha, just I want you to know as we uh, work through our shit that that's me feeling ghosted on. Mm. 
Okay, well, I'm glad you said that. Oh, but you can ghost when you're in a relationship, even. I'd like for the audio uh, listeners to to know that she just eye rolled. I know you can hear. I, I know you can hear her eyes when they roll. It's much like a reverse, like rainbow. She just looks. No, but you know that you can be a little hot headed when we're having a tussle. So Look, I'm as close to Canadian as possible when it comes to not it's being... It's good to take some time, reevaluate our feelings, calm down, and then come back to the table even keeled. That's, and a, that's a good point. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tasha I, throws wrestling style moves uh, uh, vocally with these haymakers. She threw this haymaker a couple days ago. That was so... The, Are you going to air out our dirty laundry I'm right now? I'm airing it right now. I'm not going to say what you said, but it was like, I didn't even respond to it. It was almost like over the top, so disrespectful. Like if we had, if we were... Does this turn into couples counseling here? Yeah, you're Every in. episode. <laughs> Welcome. You can, bring, you can bring your fiance and we can, if you guys ever have yeah. counseling, you just, you just work it in. But it was oh, like, so too. if if we, if we had a reality show, what she said to me would have been teased as like this season <gasps> finale. Oh, it would have been. It wow. was like, and I was like, I'm gonna go walk the. I'm like in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna go walk the dog and do the fucking dishes because this is ridiculous. And like, she's just and I and I so like I've referred to her now as Baby T Rex because she's she's like the T Rex you see that they're cattle prodding, just like just like I do like to poke her in the just because she's and she's just. I'm trying to get this visual. The T Rex. What movie? Like in Jurassic Park when they're like, oh, that's just the baby, and it's like, and it's in a and it's in a thing, and it's like just vicious. Like that's yeah. I had to call out that reference because I don't know. I was like, what? Cattle prodding a T Rex. Well, because they say like they say like baby snakes are the most dangerous because they don't know how to control their venom. Tasha doesn't Um, know how to control the words that come out of her mouth and how vicious they are. So I told her like a day later. I was like, I'm not really upset about it, but what you said, I can't forget. It was really mean. (laughs) And it was like, and no, she's all pouty and happy, and it's fine, and I'm okay. But I'm like, I'm like, I possess. Listen, and I know there's some bias because I'm saying me, but like I possess this fucking sainthood to not listen to half the shit she says to well, me. Well, no, it's, here's whoa, the thing. Whoa, whoa. Let, let's Are you calling yourself a saint yes, just saint now? David. Thank you very much. Okay. I have always <laughs> believed that. my whole life that words have meaning and you can't take back the things you say. So I have made a point in my life to only say things that I mean. But sometimes you have to say something that hurts you to say, that hurts the other person to hear because it 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 needs to be addressed. And I didn't want to say something that was mean and hurt your feelings and hurt me to have to say out loud. But like, your you spin know. factor is amazing. Do you work in PR? This is, I'm curious like, what this is. But it guys. wasn't even like, no, it's not even I won't say it because it, it's 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 not the words that she said. It was just the idea that sometimes you say things that I think you need to not say. You need to just I like, sometimes in a fight will say, well, exaggerate things and say you know what words are bad always never yeah things yeah. like absolutes. speaking in absolutes mm-hmm. yes because i do that in fight you never do this you always do that and like those words just <laughs> don't well they're, not, they're accurate. not accurate it's exactly. almost better to say something that is like 100 percent accurate it just doesn't sound as good like very often you don't do this <laughs> there's like, a trend <laughs> developing three out of five times yeah <laughs> i know there's an upward sound- trend in your n- inability <laughs> No, but it's um, you know, but what it does is it forces see like because I'm sensitive, I'm, I'm admitting I'm sensitive. But when when words are said to me, it forces this defense, uh, this courtroom like objection, Your well, Honor. I did the fucking dishes. I walked that dog. Self reflection, right? 
that's the point yeah, which I'm, is an uncomfortable thing nobody likes to like have to put shine the spotlight on them look I in the mirror and that nasty hard light like oh shit i'm i'm dropping the ball here i also hate hearing things you can't change in the moment like you've been really negative lately or something it's just like oh i hate hearing that because i can't change the like the last few weeks that i have been negative this is something i have to like will take time to change the opinion of that person about me that's right stuff I hate. how have you learned how to fight with each other have you learned how to sort of war- use each other's war like uh well, stop he- methods or well i'm always right so <laughs> I mean, honestly um, is he good at apologizing Does that's the up? thing i love this about him is he is the best apologizer i've ever met in my life wow but <laughs> what i have noticed is you know what i i caught him recently he was telling a story about how his mom would was kind of nuts when he was younger. And so just to appease her, he would just always like say sorry just to make everything okay again. And I was like, wait, am I like your mom where you're just literally saying I'm sorry to appease me in the moment, even though you're going to go do the thing anyways? So now, well, now he can't win regardless. But yes, he is <laughs> extremely good at apologizing no matter what for basically everything. And I'm bad at that. So I try to get better because he's so good at it. We can you can always find a reason not to apologize. I know, and you can always find a reason too. And it's your ego that decides not to. It's almost physically painful for me to apologize sometimes. Like I get that from my dad, but because he's so good at it, I feel like it's made me better at it. Because if he yeah. apologizes, then I, it's easier to apologize. Yeah, as only well. uh, the only people that win uh, with their ego and refusing to own up to anything are single people. That's the only winner. <laughs> If you're in a relationship, you have to learn to just and and again and it, it doesn't. Sometimes like I'll apologize and I'll there'll be I still feel like I'm only twenty percent wrong and I'll and there's a list of things and I'm like man I can't believe this this is such bullshit but I'm sorry I raised my voice or whatever it was yeah, you know but, like, yeah, but I'm just still battles. like you got to be fucking kidding me because I think we hold each other to different standards I think Tasha's very sensitive to my tone my energy I mean I can walk in not even in a bad mood she's like what's wrong I'm like nothing <laughs> why are you right raising your voice I'm not oh, I'm okay that I just had a fun part too, if no. I was just like what's wrong nothing but, and I'd be like oh now we're fine. no but you have to I mean Tasha like I'm pretty level headed considering the roller coaster of a world we live in I mean it's crazy to go on stage and have like even a real positive show and I'm driving home the windows down I'm fucking dumping all this adrenaline like I'm just like yeah. wild things are going well and then I come home Tasha's watching the next historical drama on Netflix in a different language and I'm just like <laughs> and I'm not even in a bad mood but it's just the energies are just different right. you, you know you need like a decompression chamber to get back into that same well mood. you it's guys wild. do share a studio and so it's you don't have a space to go and whatever punch a punching bag or whatever you need to do to yeah. get it out but you so. know what I you know I do have which I think every man in, in the history of relationships is benefiting from this bluetooth headphones oh. i go in the kitchen i put some sports talk radio on like an 85 year old floridian <laughs> man and i do the dishes or i just do whatever or i'll put something on youtube on my phone like that i wanted to watch and i'll just do the. i, I can do i can clean that's why like people who like my sister doesn't listen to podcasts she has she has four kids i'm like get some fucking headphones put one in the ear the other ear can hear your brats crying and just listen to one mommy and me thing or or it's or some whatever like so you can do so much passive like the passive work you need to do if you listen to podcasts or music or whatever that's yeah, true it makes it more enjoyable it makes our studio not as t- 
tight small. as it could. Yeah, it's yeah. It could, you but can it, escape with your mind. <laughs> but it's crazy because we do like mm. we have put ourselves in probably the hardest environment to succeed as a couple. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. our professions, a studio apartment, shitty parking, shitty traffic. Oh my! You know, God, all the, all, how are you together? <laughs> yeah, it's true though that when all the factors are against you, like that's how right. Coal and pressure makes diamonds. Lab created diamonds, <laughs> you know? half the price. I haven't heard that one before. That's it's true one. though. You know, put yourself in a high pressure situation or, you know, a relationship that has a lot of challenges in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if you can overcome those challenges in the beginning, I mean, it it gives me some hope thinking about the things that we could get through, you know, the challenges that we could face later. Yeah. And you hear about like my parents, certainly, I think you like you accumulate wealth and all that stuff throughout your life. So yeah, I think and now I mean, we're in this phase where everything's kind of fucking stressful money wise and everything. But yeah, if you can make if you can push through that. Then when I think when in your 30s and 40s, like everything just starts getting easier because you start caring less about the stupid shit. Things are you all into place? Are you good at um, I think the, I think one of the, 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 the worst like silent killers of, of um, relationships is resentment. Like, are you good at oh. dropping things or letting them go? Like, I almost look at it as like acupuncture. Are you good at like hitting the, 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 the nerves and just letting it out? Or do you hold on till it's like, well, fuck you, bitch. It's so interesting you bring that up because a relationship I'm in that's not with my significant other has a lot of built up resentment right now. And that is, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. And that's the whole thing is, I guess I'm not one to be able to get over that resentment unless it's been like kind of resolved. But the thing is, resentment is something that builds up over time. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you saw it initially, you would address it. It's just a, it's like scar tissue. Yes. That's like, it's a slow build. It's exactly. That little, that's like, why I feel like resentment is something that exactly is a slow build. It doesn't just happen and it only, like, overnight. And it only hurts you. Like the other person might yes. have resentment as well, but your resentment is only hurting you. Yeah, yeah it's giving that's true. you stomach cancer. It's you suffering, staying up late at night. Like, well, what do you do? Like, what's true. the plan? Like, how do well, you? I mean, I don't know about you, but like for me, apologies are a huge thing. That's why I think, like, at least in your personal relationship, like getting more apologies rather than less apologies is so helpful. Because so you mean of- receiving versus giving? Receiving, I think. But how do you can't tell? But someone- you talk about it. To that person. But actions do speak louder than words. And that is another thing. Like, I think, you know, you can talk, I think, to get over resentment. It's sort of like you have to be shown that things can change because you can talk it out. And I mean, talking about it is a huge thing, like sitting down and airing everything out. Because in this relationship, I think that the reason resentment has built is because we've never actually sat down and talked about the things that we're causing this resentment and so it just built and built and built and we're just putting band-aids over this wound and this wound meanwhile just got deeper and deeper and deeper to the point where i don't know if it's to the point of no return but it's certainly like i mean it's gotten it's like gangrenous and yes. you need to amputate <laughs> <It's a> very <laughs> infected yes i feel uh i feel so bad for you and i understand mm-hmm. that I have, I have a friend that i've built a lot of resentment over yeah and it's um yeah it's something that you go look you either just eventually stop returning each other's calls or you just get real and it gets ugly and you go and and, or some like big event happens that brings you guys back together yep but if 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 only one of the if if only one person has that codependency to want to like be attached and make it work and the other one doesn't then there's that magnet's dead that's the thing is yes i feel like i'm the one at that point where it's like i'm 
trying to figure out if this is something I do want to put the energy into fixing um, or if it's just too far gone. There's I just think a that, lot I think that you're thinking about it means you want to fix it. Yeah, I think it, it's an important relationship in my life then and you know it's worth trying to fix but there have been a lot of bad things that have happened over the years that have just grated on me but I think that yeah if it's one worth fighting for sitting and talking it out and like you said getting totally real is a good way to start for sure. And sometimes you just need a small break too. Yes. You know sometimes you just need to take a step back and like I don't know collect yourself like giving some space doing your own personal searching your own personal healing mm-hmm. well you know um, and therapy it- i started going to therapy oh did you uh, yes i did are you learning so many amazing things i am it's yeah what's I the therapy like what's the um general is it uh is it just for you is it for your relationship like what 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 brought you to therapy how'd you find your therapist all that well it's interesting because part of the reason i went to therapy was to sort of lead by example because there are some people in my life close to me that i really have suggested therapy to them before because i really thought that would help them so i was like i don't want to sit here telling everybody else you all need therapy and i'm perfect so i was just like well if i start going then i feel like i'm more credible to suggest that to other people mm-hmm. if i think that that would benefit them totally you, you find- can't be giving advice if you're not willing to take your own advice exactly we're both very guilty of saying like we need therapy and we haven't done it can we can that <laughs> be a expensive. new year's resolution well that's the thing is the expense it's like jesus christ no no, no you vacation. can find sliding scale i pay 35 dollars every time shut wow. the fuck up it's literally and it's on the honor system They're can i go to your therapist yes well she's great yeah. i want to go right after you and listen <laughs> i want to be in the in the waiting room you listening. can't tell them that that's how we found them though because they won't let you go to the same therapist as a friend of yours yeah, I, yeah, that would be But weird. it's here in Los Angeles. Yes, uh, you can find their sliding scale um, thera- um, counseling centers. And literally, I just told them, like, uh, I'm Canadian and I'm a comedian. And they're like, oh, okay, yep, you can have the <laughs> You can have the lowest amount. And they didn't, I was like, do I need to bring in, like, paperwork? And they're like, no, it's the honor system. Like, if you start making more money and you're able to pay more, then you can. But for now, if this That's is what fantastic. you can afford, then. So it's $35 that I can spend on, like, sanity. I will certainly spend it. Now, do Canadians have any. Well, um... 100% take that phone number. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. No, after this? Absolutely. Do, do Canadians. <laughs> No, like the Irish Catholic or, uh, you know, the New Englanders were known for our guilt and rep- sexual repression. But Canadians are pretty good on their sex and openness. Like, what's the uh, through line? Are you noticing anything in your family or uh, that that's like that you, uh, that's, that's fucking you people up? up? What? What does that mean? What do you mean? Like, like, is there s- some sort of like a common denominator for things for like things that are fucked up between you, like communication wise or between you and like your parents or your no i mean you know what actually it's thanksgiving so obviously we're uh visiting a lot of family and i will say this hanging out with my fiance's family makes me really grateful for my own family <laughs> what a positive way to say that. because um my family i mean my mom's nuts but she's very positive and i think i kind of took that for granted and then i meet you know his family can be 
quite negative and neurotic. Are and they so, locals? Like, where is this the first time you met them? No, I met them many times. They visit here a lot. But my mom like likes to smoke pot, and she's like not super. She doesn't really know how to have deep conversations, which drives me crazy because like. I'll start talking to her about my life and she'll be talking about her cats. Um, <laughs> she's still up there in uh, Toronto? Or she lives near Ottawa in Ottawa? like a small, she lives in like a cabin on a farm legit and that they like smoke amazing. weed and drink beer every day, her and her husband. That's so perfect. She, I know, yeah. she actually has a great life. Like it just shows you don't need a lot to be happy. So your communication with your mom's pretty good. It's good, but I mean, we never get that deep because she just doesn't get that deep. But she's very positive and she's like my cheerleader always. But she's not like one time I was like pulling teeth and being like I gave her some I was asking her for advice and she just gave me this blank stare and a nod. I think she smoked one too many. But (laughs) I was like I was literally like, Mom, you lived a life like can you give me some sort of advice? She was like, right. okay, yes. And like you could tell she was really concentrating on thinking of trying to give me. And then she gave me like if I wanted to Google advice for my question, it would have been the answer. she (laughs) But then again, like my I do have a good relationship with my sisters and my mom is is very positive so yes that is one thing i'm like feel grateful for uh after spending a lot of time with my fiance's family i mean how how do you do how do you to get out (laughs) well look i like tasha's family i love but they're not they're not like they're they're family at this point but they're not my parents they're not my family so like i love seeing them but i also like i've done christmas there five years now or this is the fifth year and like i haven't done christmas with my family in half a decade why because i've been over with tasha's family why don't you take turns exactly it's just it's really something to be honest that i just never fought her over I've really never fought you over. Okay, well, but you've had, you, this is the first time it's sounding like you even care at all. Our (laughs) reasoning has always been that, like, my family, a lot of my family, my extended family is from out of town, Mm -hmm. and they only come in once a year, whereas his entire family, including extended family, Lives in Newport, Rhode Island, and we see all of them give every out our time address, we come. Babe, thousands of Yeah, we don't have locks on our doors. So <laughs> please stop on. No, but that's that's sort of been our reasoning is that we can go see them at Thanksgiving time and in the summertime and for New Year's, and that's what we've done most every year is go but to my this family year for we Christmas won't see my family, and, and I think that his family for me. New Year's. Mm. But I, you were just there. Yeah, I was just there. It's just, it's just, you know, it's like, it's not. Well, Christmas is different. I yeah. mean, like, it's, it's a special holiday. I don't know. I feel like Christmas is kind of everyone's number one holiday. Yeah, it's not yeah. something that like I wouldn't, I wouldn't cut off. You know, like, uh, what do they say? Cut off the arm to save the leg. What is that saying? <laughs> That's stupid. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to not that. enjoy my holidays with Tasha because I can't be with my family. Like, like it's cut off your nose to spite your face. <laughs> the cut off my dick. Is that to it? Yeah. Jerk my balls off or whatever. I don't know. Uh-huh. But the point is, is. Uh, <laughs> No, it's so because I can feel multiple feelings. I can be happy that her family's taken me in, but also sad that my I'm seeing family grow up through the internet. You know what I mean? Yes, so I do because my sister just moved away to Australia, taking all three of my nieces and nephews, and oh. that's very sad. Oh. Yeah, you got to get over there. Are you allowed to leave? 
Yes. <laughs> I have the proper visa now. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> well, it's a dangerous time out yeah. there. We've had Canadian oh, yeah. friends deported, you know, that, that they went on vacation and never made it back. Like they just yeah. thought they would have been fine and they weren't. So, yeah, it is. It is a crazy time. That was the big thing was I was waiting to get my visa. I had to like literally move back to Canada for three months last year and live in my sister's basement with her three small children. And I wanted to kill myself. Um, but yeah, that was the biggest. I was terrified because I had my fiance over here in the U.S. And I was like, if my visa doesn't get approved, literally, what do we do? And that was just a small taste. I cannot. Oh, you were, imagine. Are, were you already engaged at that point? No, that oh, okay. was before. We but got you, engaged. but you started. To, did you know that this was the guy? Yes, and and actually, because we were split up, that started the marriage talk kind of sooner than maybe we would have talked about For it. Sure, because we were Creating like, what are our diamonds options? from coal? This high That's pressure right. situation. Hey, we're shit or get off the pod. Callbacks here, bringing Dave. border control. That's right. What did you just say? Well, did you, you ain't say- getting <laughs> deported, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. You got passports stamped. Yeah, if you say so, I'm not going anywhere. I took a new, you just wait. I took a new job you that's paying wait. me a little more. And yeah, I'm working hello. on. I'm working on buying tasha a diamond ring i was just gonna ask and i'm not him. afraid to talk about it because i don't believe in this big like oh whoa, it's me could you believe it like look you know what's happening you know what's going on uh, you're not she will not be surprised it will be you know what i mean i'm not here to surprise tasha she doesn't do well with surprises i don't hate surprises she but don't you want him to surprise you with the i mean i, I yeah i kind of would like a engagement? surprise but you know what i definitely uh, want though Christ. is i want to have my nails done so maybe you can just oh, make sure that i have okay, my nails good that's a yeah oh. real surprise hey tasha we're gonna get your nails done today (laughs) then go sit by this jumbotron at dodger stadium yeah no you're not getting a surprise you'll get something stupid you know what i actually i actually um, the comic that i know from new york posted a photo he just got engaged in uh, new york at brownstone apartment so the photo was that someone took from the outside looking into like a second floor brownstone window and it was him and his fiance hugging and that almost teared me up looking at that on the highway stuck in traffic because i was like what a sweet outside looking in type of thing like i i, I don't know if i would want to do the whole rigmarole because are we celebrating an engagement moment or a life together well i think it's cool that people will like hire a photographer to like yeah. hide in the bushes it's and creepy like and like use their telephoto lens to capture the moment i think it is sweet because you like also, you, you know the that moment are... for the rest of your life. True, but also one of you knows the photos are being taken, so one of you is going to be a awkward. little more posed, like awkward. you know, yeah. my hair's all styled nice. <laughs> yeah, she's That's wearing like schlubby clothes, and she resents me for the rest of exactly. her life. Exactly. No, I mean, look, I mean, I'd love to see all the photos of the women that said no, and there's like some guy <laughs> yes. who's like, "Hey, Bob, you can come out of the bushes. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a no go." There's yeah. like a blimp and confetti and a pinata, and he's like, "Just we got the receipt for that. We can." <laughs> Cancel the fireworks. That's a funny sketch. Hello. That's a great. Oh, we should do it. We should do a sketch. Just falls out of the. Just like you know, tangled into a pinata with a camera. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We have to first. We have to Google and see if it exists because I always do that. And then we'll guys look forward to uh, that sketch coming up. But we already gave away the blow line. I'm actually going to (laughs) be shooting a few things now uh, with with Kev. I'm I'm shooting some like red, high quality, but like super 
half page vignette just boom i'm not trying to sh- you know what i mean i'm not trying to do the seven page or the 15 short stories i'm talking like here's the idea boom so that would be a fun one to shoot it like, would be yeah the, it's a you know, very the, quick easy idea of like all the pictures of the no and like him sobbing and crying the guy's still <laughs> taking photos like this is weird he's so far away you can't hear her saying no he's just like i don't know if this is going it'd be well. funny too if we had a follow-up video where like the shutterfly photo album comes in and it's like made into this beautiful book of, like, <laughs> there's no turning back from that point like how did um is it uh po- like are you talking about how he proposed? Is it a thing? He was really sweet. He took us to Big Sur, which I really wanted to. I've never been. We were just by there, right? Yeah. It's we just so drove, awesome. drove by there. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. And it was July 4th. So that was cool. Wow. So, and we, he got us a hotel literally like overlooking the ocean. It was like you cross the road and there was the beach. And then at like sunset, he like took us out to this cliff. And I always I'm about say, to come. <laughs> no, right? He does have a boner here. Um, but I should have, and I always say in retrospect, I should have known he was going to propose when he said su- he suggested we hike down this path. And he was wearing these like white running shoes, and he's Jewish and neurotic, so he never normally would have suggested that. So I should have known. So you really didn't know till like at what point was he starting to fumble his words? When we started walking down, and he was just started saying like, "So how long have we been together again?" And I was like, that's, I mean, it was because I kn- knew it was kind of coming. And then when he said that, I was like, oh, shit, it's happening now. Wow. Did you have a moment where you were like, oh, God, oh, God, like oh, didn't yeah. know if you were going to say yes or no? No, I knew I was going to say yes, because you kind of like you talk about it so much. I think rarely is an engagement like a complete shock surprise. Like, I feel like almost everybody at least talks about it. Do you it love how before. Tasha's projecting her feelings to you? Did you not know for sure? Like, what happened? <laughs> what would happen if, like, you said no? <laughs> like, if you were like, what, what would happen if you had, like, a list of demands? And, and I, would, yeah, I will say yes if you... Yeah. Well, um, but, yeah. So, and when it's in the moment, it's so funny because I'm obsessed, as are you, I know, of, like, the Bachelor franchise and all that stuff. And, like, I'm so funny how I, like, I was always like not really believing in marriage, but I love the bachelor shows and I was so obsessed with all the proposals. But when it actually happens to you, it's very weird. Like in the moment is like, Oh my God, he's proposing and he's like getting down on one knee. Is it sort of out of body? Yeah. It's sort of like weird, I guess. I don't <laughs> know how to any, uh, any bystanders? Any, no, uh, we were actually down on this beach all by ourselves. That's the way nice. to do it. You want no, I always said that. I think I said this as a tweet. Like you, you want to propose like the way you would, to murder somebody like no witnesses that's middle, a romantic way of thinking because of it. i don't know i hate it i i hate i hate when you take a photo in public and people and then like people will stop so they don't walk in front of your photo i hate that <laughs> feeling of like bu- of like just walk through of the fucking walking the sidewalk just, yeah, it's yeah. Like, just walk and i'll take it after you walk and they stop and it becomes a whole fucking thing yeah. <laughs> and i and i imagine proposing would be the same way where it's like i don't need some waiter to cry and you know and and a whole thing because i i've worked in some restaurants back in the day where like you know someone proposes and everyone claps and it's like what the what are we doing what what, what it's just i'm just calling people bullshit. are happy you know what? for you proposal <laughs> But it becomes about them. It's just, it's just all, like, like your okay, man well, did it the right way. Them. Okay, well, Dave, here's one thing. I think the proposal, and people would agree with me, is more about the woman than the man. So you Which cannot, is probably the like, bigger problem with society, to be honest. No, I about. feel like wedding and all that shit is more about the woman. Well, anyway. it used to be you that man. You need to put your feelings aside. No, it used to yeah. be that man. Here's a problem. We lived like this vestige of the past, right? This is the tailbone of relationships, right? Because it's like, it, this is gonna. I'm, I'm approaching genius thought right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, 
Get it ready. Is completely gone. I lost it all. No, it, <laughs> it, it used to be like the guy would 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 court the women, and he would and he would choose. The man would choose. He was the breadwinner. He had the, all the chips in his. He it was his say. Oh, and now, that's what you liked, huh? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I call it the good old days. Now it's not that way. So it's like our w- women aren't really like, oh, oh, me. And it's it's just it's like, what are we doing? It's not. Well, it's good. We have the power now, as it should. Be. Yeah, but I, and I'm also not advocating for women to propose to men. I mean, like honestly, the worst thing that could happen to our relationship is if Tasha decided to propose to me. That that, that would be the biggest cut my balls off moment because I am working. I would towards never it. do that. Th- thank you. Because it, yeah, I, don't worry about that. I wouldn't. Don't say, you worry about and that. And then I'd be like, I wouldn't. And then I would say yes, and then I would like have a you know like <laughs> I said yes. It could be a whole. You, uh, it would be emasculating. What do you think? Yeah, it would be horrible. And I think and 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 one thing we've struggled with that I think we're on the right side of it now is when we started dating Tasha and we've talked about this a lot kind of had her own masculine uh, fortress built around her because she like lived by herself and she had to be like the g- boyfriend in her own singleness like she had to be <laughs> this like and, and 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 that can't happen like that's good to have but you need to let your guy be the man you need to give him the well, chance well it's about balance about and that. we've talked about this like <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know if that stands these days, and a feminine energy That's and ebb and flow say. between the two. That's, Maybe yeah. I had like a little bit of a stronger masculine energy at the time from living a single life and being a boss lady. And like, your dick was bigger than mine at the time. <laughs> also, this very this is a time where masculine and feminine energy is so fluid. Yeah, like you you almost can't even say shit like that. I anymore. know, I like, know, I but I am, this- and I mean it, and I'm sticking by it. I think women need to embrace their femininity and your masculinity but give the guy a chance give the guy a chance to be the fucking but guys don't always want to be like yeah. how you are like i think guys like are cool Some with guy, the girls yeah exactly like well, i'm cool in a lot be, of ways i feel like in a partnership you're always gonna have one energy that is more masculine more take charge more in control more whatever and one energy that is more feminine because they will mesh together well and so if you're saying that my energy is too masculine it's probably because you're driving Dropping the ball on masculine energy thing. Yo, I would spin. argue that taking charge does not go Equal. hand in hand with masculinity because yeah. I've been saying this so much recently. I don't know how the hell men rule the world because women do, do everything, everything for men. Oh, we do blah. literally Honestly, everything. My fiance Dave doesn't even he like Hold kicks on, off fix the these sandals at the door. I, turn yours off. <laughs> like, I got guys just, listening. Go, come on, Dave. Like, Dave, my, my fiance can't even clean his goddamn socks. Like, it's we, just like, I don't know how men rule the world, honestly. I just feel like. Well, behind every great man is a. Or whatever stupid saying that is. It's like, we get it. Women want their credit. I understand that. And we my watch point, all the female followers just like stop listening <laughs> immediately. No, I actually, you know, there's a lot of women that listen who kind of keep me. They'll tell, they'll tell me when I'm wrong, but I think. Oh, you're wrong. But the thing. Okay, so <laughs> put it this way Tasha used to always have to be very, like, sort of anal about what restaurants we went to. And. What? Yeah, no, you always have to like you'd have to like scour yelp reviews and this and that's that not true. And, I think, and i think now more than ever you trust that i do due diligence so you trust me to like pick the restaurant so you've uh, uh, what trust is earned but <laughs> but it's not so it's like you you know you let me you, you you trust me you're very feminine in the ways that you are afraid of tiny spiders and you scream <laughs> but and why I does that make her fe- feminine though i think that words yeah is like, it's true because hey, let's have a, young, a point here that my, like we've we attribute you like strong words to masculine and and, and weak right, words we'll, we'll, to ch- we'll call him something else then but what i'm saying my is, fiance is scared of spiders too 
Yeah. Aren't we that all? Make you got, you've definitely squeaked when you've killed a spider. I had a before. spider. <laughs> I had a spider in my car come down in front of me. Oh, just, I would die. And I, I, I literally my car. No, I literally <laughs> lit a flame and drove my car off the bridge. I let it go. <laughs> no, look. I mean, I've sort of accused uh, you of things that I can't quite um, substantiate. So I'm just going to say this. I think it's good for men to 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 be strong-minded and and steadfast. And women. I mean, come on. Let's let's be honest. This isn't like a. I'm not making this super sexist. Women are just more in touch with their emotions, and it's more fluid. Like women are more fluid with their emotions. They're they're you know. But wouldn't you argue that fluidity is a good thing for anybody? either sex that like i think that sometimes when you talk about steadfast it's like well shouldn't we always change our opinions with new information be living and growing and changing our feelings it's good to have both but it's um, what i'm saying is it's good to be in a relationship and and what you learn when you're in a relationship is to delegate now you you're one of your things is like hard it's control like you 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 know like yesterday we were i was so i was so annoyed i was so annoyed and i'm i don't let myself show Tasha how annoyed I get because it doesn't help out but I was I wanted to slap her with a turkey drum I wanted to hit you with a turkey drum oh and you like guys a, are so sweet real special <laughs> she was setting up the table to take the photo of the food mm-hmm. but the food had been sitting out and I was hungry and I was and so I like adjusted some we of the we had just like heated because I cooked like half the dishes the night before and half the dishes morning of yesterday mm-hmm. and so we had to like reheat the dishes from the night before notice how she took and, credit for that and we knew we were getting close to like eating, eating but like okay i'm setting this table fucking beautifully and i'm making i'm posting this you on gotta Instagram. Get that okay post. but i had the okay. great idea we had two different cutting boards one of kentucky one of rhode island these stupid cutting boards that are all designed like the border of the state oh, I so saw i was like yeah so i was like let's put the rhode island let's like as if the table was the u.s let's put the rhode island one in the northeast and kentucky can go wherever the fuck it goes in the midwest and i was like that way when you take the photo they'll be like proportionate to you no no i had it set up right and, and she like tweaked out over the the control wow, you guys of have all. been together a long time that <laughs> <laughs> this is the argument but then for real but then, but then i like take my fur and then i finally carve the fucking meat the bird that i you know baked in the bag in the oven and i rubbed Dave all the did a spices very good on job it. With i finally thing. cut into babe not yet what well, i'm just like I'm holding a knife. This isn't how it's supposed to end, but I can almost relate to, you know what I mean? So anyway, so it's just, but I was like so annoyed and frustrated, but Police I just, are going to play this one day ugh, in a court, lawyers in a courtroom. Did she go missing? Was it on Thanksgiving? <laughs> Did she post a perfect photo? That took a play. That took a while to get yeah. there. Anyway, yeah. um, as I've mentioned on several episodes in the past, the one thing we found out how to do is make good soap together. So as a gift to you, I want to give you our homemade soap. <gasps> Oh my god, what? It's like Christmas. Which Tasha doesn't know this, but I included <gasps> our new soap on the top. So have a smell. Ooh. Oh That's, my gosh. Um, and it's got this cool like unicorn paper. It's really nice paper, it. right? Oh. So that's, You know what? We have no our bathroom soap just ran out and we had the family there over. You so this go. is perfect. Okay, well then use the bottom one first cuz this new one has only been curing for like a month, so it's not quite as firm as this one. So use that one for Is that okay. a mint? Is that a peppermint? Yeah, do do, or a do me a favor. From my from my mouth to to yours to Dave. Dave's your uh, fiance. Yes, I want Dave. you to tell Dave how good that soap is on balls. 
And okay. I want you to help him out in the shower with that because I'm telling okay. you right now that lathers and tingles at the same time. And we've got something going on here. So we've got something going on here that's real special. This is ball soap. Ball soap. It's ball soap. It's, Great. It's, it starts in the balls and then you rub it other places. But that's where it begins. That's the epicenter. You can put and that then, on Shark Tank and sell it as well, ball soap. Well, you know? it's already, you know, uh, orders are running through the roof. I uh, watch a lot of Shark Tank, okay? We, um, for those listening, we, we will be selling a, a, a very select amount because we we uh we only make small batches but we'll be selling probably 30 or so box soap boxes we're gonna put like six into a box and sell them for christmas but because we're gifts are the best gifts well because we're still making them we don't have the exact quantities but if people do want to buy them just reach out to me and um and and we'll we'll, we're gonna have to start like a waiting list before we actually sell them but i feel like if we sell them by mid-december they'll ship in time they only take a few days to ship but um tomorrow uh, sunday we're gonna be making a lot of this shit so that's something you guys do together as a couple yeah that's cute and And we have learned how to do it without choking each other yeah the key is is that i stay on that side of the kitchen and do my part and don't talk to her is that what happens in relationships because i feel it's starting to happen in mine where you just you despise each other but love each other at the same time like is that just is what it happens? sort of endearing or is it really awful i don't know because i watched my fiance's parents and like i just you could tell that her husband my fiance's dad had been like trained and sort of like beaten down over the years because at the <laughs> dinner table his wife was just like i'm talking right now you always interrupt me i hate when you interrupt Jeez. and he literally went into this shell and was just like like, sorry, I'm sorry. I'll be in the I'm garage. sorry. I was like, oh my god, is that going to be us? And Hopefully, it probably they're is. working through that. I think Tasha therapy. likes. I think Tasha <gasps> likes the arguments. What? I think you do. No one likes you arguing. It's like tennis to you. Oh my god. Uh, you know what? I do have to say this. Observing, Dave, you do blame Tasha a lot, and you don't take it on yourself. What am I? Thank bl- you. <laughs> Listen to the experts. Just she saying. On the outside expert. looking in. Boy, we're at a time. That last one didn't get in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, 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 I own up my shit. I think to, for the most, I think if, I think for the people that have listened to this three hundred and thirteen plus episodes, or whatever we're on, many? we're on a uh, lot. Everybody, ride in. We're taking a vote. We're taking a tally. Does Dave <laughs> own up to his own shit? First of all, Tasha said I made these <laughs> foods last night. It's like. So you didn't even include me in the history. Yes, You've rewritten you history. You did not make any foods the night before. As a matter of fact, I asked him to do one thing. You know what I asked him to do? God I damn. asked him to set a timer for the squash because I was roasting butternut squash for my three. Just had to turn squash. Tasha's mic off. Oh. Turn it back on. Butternut squash. And I said, Dave, because I'm timing three things at once, right? I'm out of timers. I got the iPad, I got the iPhone, and I'm out of timers. I said, Dave, I need you to set a timer for the squash for 45 minutes. He said, okay. He, he woke up. He was sleeping. I said, baby, I need you to set a timer. Okay. He's so been she, sleeping for three hours, right? I've been cooking, up. slaving away in the kitchen for three hours. Now she's doing her Taiwanese uh, live I said, I said, babe, I need you to set a timer for 45 minutes. I've got the squash in the oven. He said, okay. And I walked back in and my timers for the other things are going off and I'm taking out this and that and everything's done. And I'm like, you know what? I put this squash in before this other thing. Dave never told me that the timer stopped. Turns out Dave never set the timer. And guess what? The squash was mush. And so we had to turn it into a like squash pudding dish. And it was ruined and we couldn't put it in the I'll tell you this. What what turned out to be the best dish? 
the squash oh, pudding. Oh, snap. Happy snap. accident. Happy accident. You know what? This podcast needs to be called Tasha and Dave Argue. Um, <laughs> that should be the new name. I, I'm uh, so sorry we have subjected you to this for no, the past uh, hour. No, she's uh, she's having a real bad time. Will no, you, it's fun to come, witness and watch. Come back? Actually, does this count does. as arguing? This Maybe, maybe my... Maybe uh, bicker is the better word. Bicker. Yeah, I'm into that. The podcast should be called Bickering. Bickering. Well, <laughs> Bickering sh- with love. Yes. I struggle with uh, with wondering if people want to hear this. I do know we have listeners that write in specifically say that they do enjoy the honest chats that we have. But then I also have people that write in and say they like the solo ones when I'm just alone. And then I have people that write in and they say they love the guests. So I feel like everyone. I just have my feelings feel so like hurt. It's, no, no, it's no, like no, therapeutic for you guys almost. I feel like you guys actually sit down and talk about your feelings, at least in this podcast. Most people don't do that. So it, I feel it like is. Yeah. this is good for you guys. Yeah. I think a lot of people only do that in therapy if they do that at all. No, it is. It is good. And um, and I don't know. No, look, I I don't want you to hurt your feelings. People like different things. Like, I don't always listen to Bill Burr because he just rants for an hour. But sometimes I do. And sometimes I'll like, sometimes Tasha will be busy and I'll do a solo episode and I'll just get high on caffeine. Like, high on caffeine. (laughs) Just caffeine? Yeah. Well, weed, I haven't really figured out my ingredients for like talking and not being in Oh, yeah, true. I just need to sit and watch 90 Day Fiance when I'm stoned. P.S. If anybody watches That's that show, thing. it's literally the best what show ever. It? It's the most fucked up show. It's real, but it's like basically lonely, very sad, lonely, nerdy loser Americans who <laughs> basically marry um, people from all over the world who like are desperate to get out of bride. their countries. Yes. And like you basically watch these couples and most of them don't actually love each other. And most of them is just this person wanting to get is out of the country. Is it mainly American men? Is it always uh, American men? Yes. Or? There's there's one American woman in it, and she's like bringing this Jamaican guy over who's 20 years hey, old, now. and this girl's like 30 with two kids, and she's like, he's cheated in the past, but I know he's going to be faithful now. And it's like, you're a moron, but you know, you just watch <laughs> everything fall apart. It's very entertaining, and also sometimes I get too stoned into my head. I'm like, oh my God, this is so fucked up. What channel is it on? TLC. Of course it is. TLC mm-hmm. loves their like unique, obsessive... They, they've got stuff. weird shows the learning there's like a lot of little people shows like look little people like own a house isn't it crazy like i don't know it's just like they're just like us but their shows on there are so messed up like I, they get weirder and weirder if you got offered a show what would you do oh, God. not not like scripted but like a reality style show I mean, I, I mean, this isn't even going to be funny, but I would love to find some way where I could travel and be on television. That'd be yeah. so fucking cool. You like you see, that. you see all the ex Bachelor people who like just make travel blogs and get. To, I'm like, those are the smartest ones out of that the whole bubble. Franchise. The bubble yeah. has popped for that stuff. Like people are successful with it, but there's millions of there's people that have failed now. at that. Yeah. And um, like I like I I would love if we you know like we one of our goals. Or like a like a side goal would be if we could get the following to the size where we take an airstream across the country. Oh, because why not? That'd be so you cool. get them, the sponsorships can like sort of like pay for the by the way, subscribe, rate, review if you want to see that. Yeah. Share with your friends. <laughs> but like the following would be because for me, like for comedy, for stand up, your only cachet, the only thing you need is audience members, right? Yeah. So like nothing else matters if you can put fifty people in a seat. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally in if one you, seat. If you, all 50 <laughs> if you just stack them up, <laughs> laps everyone. But if if you literally sold like a ten dollar ticket to twenty people a night, you're making six feet. You know what I mean? It's the the bar is not that high for when it comes to a quote unquote draw. But for the podcast, it's like you know people passively listen and that's fine. But like a loyal amount of like you know if if we had. 10,000 loyal followers. We're doing it. We're going. 
like yeah. loyal. Then you get the, you know, another 40,000 that are like, hey, we're here for you. But like, I'm talking to people that write in that are like, dude, we're here for you. We're rooting for you because that's what podcast listeners do. I'm a fan of other podcasts where I'm rooting for these people. I'm rooting for them to succeed. And I know we have that. And it's, it's nice. I mean, don't you love it when we get an email from somebody that's like, just like the random, like, yeah. it makes your day. Yeah, totally. It's true. So, so that's, I mean, that's, so yeah, that's what we would love to have is like an excuse to get out there and see some more things. I mean, the goal is to be able to get paid to do something you would just do anyway because you enjoy it. Like that's, you know, and it sounds lazy, uh, but it's, it's when you love what you do, you're offering a value that's better than say, uh, having to log in the hours and punch the clock. It's like, we've done this for years, like, because we love it. It, and it's created, uh, I would say, not a stress, but we've had to learn how to invite people into our home. And I think Tasha, right? Wouldn't you say that's like, I mean, the first, before we started podcasting from home, I think we went years without anyone but the fucking, you know, pipe guy coming in. It sounded <laughs> but sexual. This city, but pipe LA guy. is so secluded. And so, you know, you miss the old days when people just used to like stop, stop by, by people's houses and they just don't do that anymore. So yeah. I think it's nice. To, it feels good having people over at our house. Like yesterday we had a lot of the family hanging out and it it was fun to like clean the house and make it look nice for guests to come over and there's just a different energy when you have people around it, is. it feels yeah. more it's communal. a special thing yeah absolutely but we've just had to co- overcome the uh the glaring communication issue which is i think knowing what we're doing to get ready because i think tasha well, you correct me if i'm wrong but sort of freak out because you're like ah we need all these things well, i'm I just like have higher expectations i think than you do and maybe that's like a woman versus dude thing but like that's true growing up it was always like we had to clean before the cleaning lady came over you know what i mean you have to pick up your stuff if someone's coming over to your house it's disrespectful for you to be inviting someone into a messy house i was um yeah. i was i was driving through ucla this morning for the side gig i'm doing and i i stumbled upon um lambda chi alpha which was the fraternity i was in at rhode island so oh, they have them all over the country and i'm literally parked in front of lambda chi alpha and all the windows were open and um they were airing the place out because this way you party so hard you got to open every window oh, you gotta get the smell of beer, beer. And, and the smell Ew. the smell is um is like generic um floor cleaner smell and then like damp mops and keystone light and it's just this smell oh, yeah. and I, I i imagine being in like the most beautiful garden ever i i go <sighs> Yeah. Nice. and i had that nostalgia so but no you're nasty. right i mean i'm not i'm not great at like the you know like tasha was like you need to wipe down there's dust on the mic stands and i'm like okay i'll do I'll, now that you mentioned it i see it but like i'm not good at seeing all those things so we've had to learn how to communicate like all right what should we do now and i think i would say that in the last year we've made leaps and bounds with you not being stressed out like the guest is coming in an hour and i'm like yeah it'll be fine like i'm a good last minute last 20 minutes well i would done. say also in the past year you've gotten I have to tell you things less because now you just remember. Oh, good baby, you train me. Yeah, you train I'm training me so him. Good. You guys are see, I'm it's ending training. on a positive note where you guys are. Now, one more each thing. Other. I'm kidding. Um, you know, it has, and also I think Tasha's done a really good job of learning. You know what I need. Like I mentioned before, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm honest with it. Our our guest last week, we're actually we're actually going to be airing the episode on December. 10th i believe so this this episode with you comes out on monday so this will come out first i know that's confusing to the listener so so as a preview for the for this other episode we had a moment where we had this guy robert candell on and he and i was able to really open up with him and tell him something that really bothers me that like it's kind of like this nice sort of not wanting any any dilemma 
with my relationship that I like not lie to Tasha, but I'm afraid to say my truth sometimes. Yeah. And I think you were able in that moment to understand me more because I was like saying it out loud versus like in a fight when I would say it, you know what I mean? Like the idea that like we're, we're sharing sort of our hangups and, and emotionally like our, you know what we need, but well, not sharing saying, it when we're fighting because then it doesn't absorb. Say, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say is because you were saying it when you were both calm and cool and collected and not and, in, in a good the moment. place. Yes, yeah. which is what Tash was saying when she needs space so she can talk when everything's calmed down. The only problem with that, <laughs> uh, only, and I'll say this and then we'll get out of here. <laughs> the only problem with that is I need to know that we're going to be on the, that we're going to the good side from there i need to know that we're not burning bridges like give me my space i don't want to see him because i've got some i've got my own scar tissue from like giving tasha space and then i find out as i'm giving her space she's getting more and more mad at me would you agree that that's happened before sure and, and in my head i'm like oh, i'm giving her space in her head she's like this motherfucker's gonna burn <laughs> and it's like oh, oh shit so it's like so like yeah. uh, that's so that's the scar tissue i'm working with where like i'm like oh, i'll give you all the space you need i got a million places i can i'll go to the gym i'll go for a run i'll go drive by ucla and smell the uh lambda chi alpha beer. keystone beer musk mop <sighs> smell i should make that into a bar of soap i should squeeze so that into a, a bar of soap one at gamma anyway we um we have so much food that we we're gonna have a leftover party if you're around this weekend we don't have any details yet but we're gonna have a a scrapsgiving party would you come would you come by with probably would because there are so many family outings with my fiance that are scheduled that i would be happy to not partake in one of them because there have been a lot already smoke some of that canadian um kush and then we can uh it's uh, legal now <laughs> well, thanks so much for being on the show. And again, uh, as uh, one of our most uh, as one of our uh, most uh, frequented guests, mm-hmm. we appreciate you so much. So when it's been a while since we've seen you, so like Great let's to not catch let's up. not be like let's be friends. And um, yes, we got Bachelorette uh, Bachelor season coming up soon, so we got we got a lot to talk about here. I'm but, obsessed. Um, uh, how can people find you? Social, all that. Uh, I'm Caitlin Mamie, uh, not Mammy. <laughs> Mamie like uh, Jamie. Yes, K A I T L I N, because I know there's a million ways to spell that stupid name. And M A M I E on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Same, all across the board. And if you happen to be new to this podcast, I really suggest typing her name into the search history of whatever podcast app you use because you've you guys you guys have really been we've had some fun episodes oh yeah we've done we've had some fun talks and it's always nice to hear some open and honest refreshing canadians yeah i've been on here since i was completely single and now i'm engaged so i know it's it's been a long journey how great is it to to (laughs) share your ghosting story and now I mean, it's good to know for people. And again, I don't want people to get the false idea that like everyone who's ghosted on them. Well, if Caitlin waited, <laughs> that, like, no, tell that ghost to go fuck himself. Yeah, but, you should. But then what happens after that is the real secret. Like you finally got to the place like this isn't going to work in my world. And then yeah. it's sort of I still highly, ghosted on you again. But it, <laughs> I, I just recently a bunch of my girlfriends, I know we're wrapping up, but the, I told, gave them the advice, like call that asshole out. Even if he doesn't respond, it feels good to just be like, Hey man, you're a dick for doing this. Just in the future, don't do that to other women. Just you can t- do me the courtesy of do better. giving me the truth. Do better. Yeah. yeah. And just and they may or may not respond, but at least it feels good to tell them they're an asshole. Just and stand up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. And it, it you're really standing up for other women too. Just totally. saying. or men, you know, women ghost men too. Same. Goes both ways. Thank you everybody. Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving. Do better. Kaylin Mamie. 
And Tasha Courtney. <laughs> he said it wrong again. I know, maybe. I said maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I correct myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, midway through. That's, That's like the episode. Nine. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. guys. <laughs> you did I, it. I, 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 I did auto-correct. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up. It's so funny after. Yes, A.